This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, May the 25th. And what a brutal, brutal loss we come to you after yesterday. Just a heartbreaking loss for the Phillies. It felt like it was going to be a um, a thrilling win. A uh, you know, I, I don't want to say uh, a turning point or anything because we know this Phillies team. We don't know they do. They know they don't do things like that. That there's no such thing as a turning point one way or the other. It's just. They will find their way to mediocrity one way or another, right? Um, <clears throat> but, man, it doesn't get much tougher than last night. And, you know, look, we know all about tough losses. It is our, it is what we do. It is our way. Uh, you know, we have many times talked about the just absurd amount of gut, gut punch, soul crushing, whatever you want to call it, losses that we have had in the last just like four years as Phillies fans. And last night, throw it on the heap. <laughs> Add it to the bunch in Atlanta. Just, man, felt like they had it. Bryce, a massive home run in the top of the ninth to give him the lead. Just a, you know, really exciting moment. You know, seeing Bryce do his thing like that and feeling like the Phillies are going to take one down in Atlanta. The record in Atlanta has just been horrendous for the last few years. So, you know, felt like they had it. And uh, and they didn't. Who'd have thunk that bringing James Norwood and Nick Nelson into the two biggest situations in a game wouldn't bear fruit? Who'd have thunk it? Who could ever have known such a thing? How much does Joe Girardi get paid? Was it like $5 million a year? I'll do it for one fifteenth of that, one twentieth of that. I'll do it for one twentieth of that, and I won't make the mistakes you made last night. You have my word. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing, Joe? 
What are we doing, buddy? I mean, just a disastrous night for Joe Girardi. I mean, in a season full of disastrous nights for Girardi, last night might take the cake. I mean, two all-time horrendous bullpen decisions from Joe Girardi, and, and his players didn't help him out. His guys didn't get outs. His outfielders had one particularly huge error. Uh, and ultimately, if Phillies don't get it done, they lose the game. But, I mean, Girardi's decision to go to Norwood in the 2-2 game and then decision to go to Nelson with the one-run lead is, um, I mean, honestly, two of the dumbest things he's ever done as manager of the Phillies, which is absolutely saying something because it has been a string of disastrous decisions from this guy. I mean, last night might take the cake. Last night might be the single dumbest Joe Girardi performance we've seen yet. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if it's possible. I mean, what was this guy thinking last night? Like, I get it. You won't use Knavel three days in a row. That's fine. I get it. It's fine. I don't like it. I think you're weak. I think this whole philosophy you have on when to rest guys and when to start guys is, honestly, asinine. None of it makes any sense to me. I I honestly don't understand Joe Girardi and his pitcher's plan, and I don't think that it ever has anything to do with what's going on in a freaking game. It's just like, well, Norwood's supposed to pitch tonight. I guess I'll go with Norwood here. <laughs> you know, it's his night to pitch, you know? So, yeah. No, no, I, I, yeah, it's a tie game. I don't know. I mean, I, I had a scheduled time, so so generally I schedule it out. So if it's about 8.45 in the evening, it's, it's James Norwood time. So no matter what's happening in the game, I always got to put him in that spot, you know? Yeah. I mean, that that's more logical than whatever he's doing. What's happening? What are we doing here? We're back to what are we doing here? Joe Girardi has to go. Bye. See you, Joe. Get the hell out of my city. Bye-bye. Get out of here. Enough of Joe Girardi. Enough. Enough. Is there a single Phillies fan who wants this guy here? Is there a single one? Find me a Phillies fan who says, nope, that's the guy. Like, I get it if you don't put all the blame for the struggles on Joe Girardi, which, you know, again, you know, there's other, obviously, um, people to blame for, for the struggles. But, but I don't, like, the thing that I can't reconcile or agree with is people who think Joe Girardi is actually good. Because the reason is I haven't found anybody yet. So there's no one to actually discuss it with. But, I mean, how could you want this guy to be the manager of the Phillies? Like, I get it if you're like, well, it's not his fault. Maybe. (laughs) I think it is. But maybe. But he's certainly not good. This guy is certainly not good. He has zero feel for in-game decisions. I mean, it is. I mean, he's among the worst in-game managers I've ever seen in my life of watching baseball. And again, you know, you don't get as great a feel for managers on other teams as on yours, you just see them on a, you know, when they face your team or, you know, when, when they make a gaffe and it's whatever. And, you know, we've seen some of those. But in terms of, you know, a manager I've watched consistently, he is the worst in game. I mean, there is no logic for some of these decisions. I mean, bringing James Norwood in, I mean, what? I mean, why is James Norwood still on the roster for starters? James Norwood, after last night, is sitting with a healthy. 8-5-3 ERA on the season. My man gave up two runs and got 
Zero outs. zippity doo None of them. And it was a 2-2 game. I mean, the Phillies were lucky they fought back in the game after my man tried to submarine the game. God, Norwood stinks. And then to bring in Nick Nelson in the ninth. What are you doing, Joe? What are you doing? Honestly, I don't even know what to say. It, it might be the worst managed game I've ever seen in my life. I mean, that's extreme. But, I mean, it's up there. I mean, just fire this guy. Fire this guy today. Enough already. I mean, how long do we have to watch this guy go out and pretend to be a manager? <sighs> no words. I'm, I'm flat out embarrassed to be a Phillies fan after that last night. Like, what a joke. What an embarrassment. What a joke. Like, again, I get if you only use Canable three days in a row. Fine. What about Sir Anthony? Because you had used him two of the three days before? Really? What about Brogdon? At least he's pitching spots like that before. And I like Nick Nelson. I think Nick Nelson has done a nice job for the Phillies this year. You can't put him in that spot. He's not a closer. He's a kid. What are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? It's like this guy, again, I honestly, honestly, I'm not saying this to be hyperbolic. I'm not saying this to, you know, sound whatever. Like, I honestly don't know if he knows the score of the game when he's bringing these pitchers in. That's what it feels like. I mean, I, I obviously he does. But, like, m- the feel, like, there is no rhyme or reason for a pitcher in a spot. None. <laughs> like, I, you could, like, flip a coin. Oh, who's it going to be? I don't know. Let's flip a six-sided coin. Looks like it's a Brad Hand spot. I guess we're going to get Brad Hand here. All right. That's what it's like. That's what it feels like. It just feels like there's zero logic to these decisions. It feels like he has no idea of what these pitchers do and who they are. It's astounding. I've never seen anything. I've never seen anything like it. It's astounding to watch this guy manage a baseball team. And just a disastrous game last night. Let's go through it. I just want to rail on Girardi for days, weeks, forever. Just get him out of my freaking town. Phillies get up early, one nothing. JT Romito sack fly. Really had a chance for more there, unable to capitalize, but you take it. 1-1 one, one in the second, then 2-1, which was really Gibson's only struggles. Uh, Gibson worked slow. You know, wasn't great. A lot, a lot of base runners, but ultimately gets out of it. Five innings, seven inch, one walk, two earned runs, eight strikeouts. Like, oh, Gibby. <laughs> I'll take it, man. Yet again, Gibby just continues to shine as a, as a fifth starter, uh, you know. He's not the best. He's not super fun to watch. He you know, works a little slow, which is annoying, all that. But you know what? For your uh, your fist starter, what a stud. What a stud. Can't ask for more from Kyle Gibson. He truly has really given himself, um, really given the Phillies a lot for, for what they expected. Um, but then sadly, uh, in a, a 2-2 game, as uh, of course Bryce Harper RBI double ties it in the sixth, um, scoring boom, nice piece of hitting there. Went the opposite way with it. Really stretch it into a double. It was like a single, but but beat it out to second. Harper doing Harper. Then the bottom of the six in a two-two game. Why wouldn't you go to James Norwood in a two-two game? James Norwood gets zero outs, three hits, one walk, two runs. That's what James Norwood did last night. Matt Olson just hits a tank shot off him and then gives up another run. Uh, 4-2. Andrew Bellotti comes in, gives up one of the inherited base runners, but did a nice job to get out of it. Ends up going in an inning. Brad Hand also goes in an inning. That's nice. 
Phillies get one back in the seventh. Another RBI single by Harper as um, you know Roman Quinn just flying around the bases scores there. But you know we're still down four three. Not feeling awesome. We get to the ninth inning. Kenley Jansen, the Braves closer, comes in. Bryce Harper steps to the plate with Alec Boehm on base. And what a what a moment, man! What a moment. Bryce tank shot. His 10th of the season, just a monster, monster home run as Harper. Now batting 302 on the season quietly. A three for five night, four RBI for Harper last night. Roman Quinn, the only starter, didn't get a hit, and he scored a run at a couple walks. Uh, excuse me, had one walk, I believe, for, for Quinn, but did score. But Hoskins, one for five. Bohm, one for four with a couple runs. Harper, three for five with the four RBI. Cassianos, one for five. Zagura, one for three. Or everyone else had a hit. So, you know, you take it, Schwarber. Schwarber had one really great at bat. It didn't end up, you know, turning into something. But in the, uh, I want to say, seventh or eighth, um, second and third, really, you know, worked from an 0-2 count to a walk, was just really battling, really fouling balls off. Um, I, I'm I'm excited from what I've seen from Schwarber. I'm actually starting to feel a little optimistic about the guy. You know, still only batting 203, but... LBP is up to 316. The the slugging's 446. You know, slowly creeping up to 800 in the OPS department. I'm I'm I a lot of people recently have been like, oh, just chill out. The Schwarber hot streak's coming. And I'm like, all right, enough. You know, okay. I actually think it might be coming. <laughs> it looks like it might be coming. He does look better at the plate, locked in a bit. And um, again, you know, we get to the ninth and and Harper a tank shot, and it's five four Phillies, and it's a chance for a special win. In Atlanta, a place that has been a house of horrors for this team for so long. I mean, just such a continuous disappointment of a place to go to as Phillies fans. You know, just um, feels like year after year after year, these recent years, we've had so many struggles down there. And this felt like a real win. This felt like a you know, one of those ones where he could... Um, you know, feel pretty great about it. And, uh, you know, would have uh, at least split the series here with this one. Just, um, again, it really um, felt like a win. And then Joe Girardi put Nick Nelson in the game. And uh, and that was it. It fell apart. Uh, one thing you can't blame Nick Nelson for is the... Uh, is the just disastrous fielding in um so the Braves <sighs> Braves uh in the ninth there um again is it's just the way it played out it was so frustrating so they're up five to four and we get to the uh the bottom of the ninth there with Nick Nelson on the hill Nelson comes in Dansby Swanson leads it off with a double moves to third on a wild pitch and then a uh, Ronald Acuna fly ball. Should have been a sack fly. But instead, the ball falls between the outfielders. <laughs> oh, my God. Cooney gets a second. Will and Contreras hits him home to end it, and that was all she wrote. Just, again, I, I I have no words for the decision to go to Nick Nelson in that spot. I have no words. And, again, I've I've really liked Nick Nelson this year. I think that... You know, more often than not, he's done a really nice job. I think that Girardi has not put him in positions to be successful. Obviously, last night, perfect example, but just in general, bringing this kid in to 
you know, high leverage situations and then saying, all right, give me like three innings now, Nick. Hey, Nick, give me two innings now, buddy. Just go out there and do it. Like a lot of that, it's really strange. I don't, again, like Girardi's plan for his pitchers all season long has been mystifying. And particularly with young guys, um, it's so strange because if you're like a young position player, Girardi will bury you on the roster and bury you on the bench and will not let you get a chance and won't, you know, fight for you or help you. But if you're a young pitcher, he's going to put you in the most important situations in games, even when you're not ready or not prepared for it. You know, it's uh, mystifying. I, do, I honestly don't get it. But um, again, you know, the Nick Nelson one is the one that will get the most attention, and it should because it was the reason they lost. And it was the ninth inning, and you know, enough already with this. You know, these guys are major league pitchers, major league pitchers. You know, I mean, guys used to pitch in half the games, for Christ's sake. I mean, come on. Enough of this already. Sir Anthony Dominguez can pitch three out of four days, Joe. Like, enough. He's such a baby with this. He babies these guys way too much. You know what I mean? Just, you know what you do, Joe? You win the game, buddy. You win the game. You win the game because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You could be losing 10 nothing tomorrow. And then you use James frickin' Norwood. Right? You freaking idiot. Like, seriously, what are we doing here? This is simple stuff. Win the freaking baseball game against the team you need to win against. You're in a row here. You can be three in a row. Feel something for this team. You can actually get excited. We can do stuff. What a win that would have been. Off the Harper home run. What a freaking win. What a win, Joe. And instead, you fritter it away by just making disastrous disastrous decisions and that was the worst but again i'm i won't back off just how bad the james norwood decision was what was this guy thinking james norwood has an era over eight he came into the game with an era over seven and that's the guy you go to in a two two baseball game in the sixth inning he gave up the lead immediately. Immediately. Matt Olson hit a home run in like half a second. It was like an immediately horrible decision by Joe Girardi. Evidence suggested immediately that he made the wrong call. And it's just like he never learns with this stuff. He just keeps saying the same, keep doing the same stuff, keep saying the same stuff. I just. I don't know anyone could support Joe Girardi. I don't. I really don't. I mean, I think he's a horrible manager. I don't even think he's like, oh, he's okay. Or, oh, he's, you know, kind of bad. But what? I think he's horrible. I think he's a horrible, horrible manager. One of the worst in the sport. That's what I think. That's what I, I mean. I, I can't stand him. I can't stand watching him. I can't stand the lifeless... You know, like a mannequin-like presence that he has when managing a game. And, and I can't stand the lack of fire, the lack of energy, the lack of seeming to care about wins and losses, the lack of energy after a game and your comments. like. And then, again, the just disastrous, disastrous night after night after night after day after night after day after night in-game decisions over and over and over again. Like... I'm just so done with this guy. I'm so done. I'm so done. I have so little interest 
am watching a Joe Girardi managed baseball team. I really don't. Like I've I just I want this guy gone. Like I don't I'm almost to the point where like I just I just want him gone more than I want like anything else. Like I just I, I don't like watching him on my team. You know, he's he takes away my enjoyment of watching the Phillies just with his, you know, corpse like attitude and his just unbelievably infuriating decisions that he makes. I mean, he's got a. F- I just can't believe they haven't fired him. I can't believe that they have not fired him. I, I, it's honestly. It's astounding. I. Especially after, remember, we talked yesterday about the comments that Dave Dombrowski made? I mean, Dombrowski said he's fine. I mean, even even Dave Dombrowski isn't, like, you know, effusive about him. I don't know if maybe it's that Middleton is like, I don't want to pay him the money to go away. But that doesn't make a ton of sense. Middleton's throwing money around. It doesn't seem like that should be a inhibitor to anything. I, I just don't get it because it's so clear that Dombrowski is not a um, a huge fan. You know, again, when given the opportunity the other day, he didn't say he's been doing great. He's doing good. He said, Joe's doing fine. He's fine. That's what he said. Fine. I don't know what that means. He's fine. But then he did that. I don't evaluate managers in season. Like, what the hell was that? That made no sense. So I don't... I don't know what to think. I mean, it's very clear that Joe Girardi is not Dombrowski's guy, so to speak. I think Dombrowski would like to move on from him. But I also don't understand why he's still here. Maybe Dombrowski just doesn't want to fire him too quickly in a season. I don't know, I guess. Maybe believes you need to wait a little longer for the interim manager to give the right juice for the right amount of time. I don't know. McKeon was pretty early in the season, so I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I just I can't watch this guy manage anymore. I hate it. I dislike him. I don't want to dislike people I root for. And and clarification. Seems like a wonderful human being. This is nothing personal. Joe Girardi, you seem like a great guy. I got no problem with you personally. Live your life, you do you, pal. Um, I just hate that they're the manager of my baseball team. You know, I, just, I don't like watching you manage baseball games. I don't like the vibe that you bring. I don't like the decisions you make. Like, I just... I don't want to watch you manage my team anymore. You know, that's where I'm at. I, I just, it's infuriating. And again, I, I understand, I, you know, everyone will say, oh, managers don't matter in baseball. And again, I get it. They don't matter as much as other things and whatever. I agree. But at a certain point, you just got to do something. You just got to do something. You can't let this team that you've invested so much in flounder and fall apart you know you can't keep losing these games i mean you can't keep losing these games it's unbelievable even bryce harper after the game was just like despondent about it you know bryce after the game said yeah i was uh, after his home run he said yeah i was fired up for the whole team i was ready to get back to the dugout and celebrate it's just a tough one we can't keep doing it we've got to win games a game like that got to win a game like that. I couldn't have said it better myself, Bryce. I mean, you nailed it, buddy. Nailed it. It's exactly right. A game like that, you got to win. That's it. That's it. A game like that, you've got to win. Boom. Done. 
Discussion over. There's nothing else to say. And it is. It's so devastating for that team. That is just a, a crushing one. It is a crushing one. It's a crushing loss, a crushing way to lose. And, uh, you know, it's going to stick with them. It's going to be a frustrating one. And, you know, you hope this team can rally and use it for some good and find a way to use it as a building block. But, you know, I mean, come on. We've seen this team. That is not how they seem to operate. At no point have they really taken anything and used it as fuel. So, you know, I don't know why that would start now, but just a frustrating one. A frustrating one, and, and for me at least, personally, I, I put it all on Girardi, or at least the vast, vast, vast majority of that on Girardi. You know, just a, a horrendous night from the skip. A horrendous, disastrous night from the skip. We'll see you back at it tonight. I'm just, it's frustrating. I'm frustrated with this team. So, uh, Ranger Suarez against Charlie Morton tonight. Uh, Ranger coming off, you know, kind of a rough outing. One of his worst has not looked awesome yet. Where every, really everyone else, I mean, Afflin Wheeler have been great. Nola looking, you know, good for the most part. You know, Son Gibson for a fist start has been good. Suarez is the one guy who was one of the ones I was most confident about. I was one of the, Guys kind of struggled to figure it out to get back to where he was last year. So this is a massive start for him against Morton tomorrow. It's Nola against Kyle Wright. So um, big one here again, you know, you got to bounce back after last night. You know, that's a, um, it's a soul crushing loss, you know, for the team, for the fan base, just a soul crushing loss. So it is a massive, massive opportunity to bounce back tonight. They need to, they have to, it is. Super, super important. We'll see if they can do it. And it's a big one tonight. So need Ranger. Ranger needs to bring it for you. Um, really need him to lift you up. And who knows, maybe Gerard will be fired by the time the game starts. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, we'll see. Either way, they need to win some games. And uh, no off day until um, next Thursday. So we just got some baseball to be played. So we'll see how it plays out. Fingers crossed. Could really use a win tonight. Uh, either way, whatever happens, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Philly State right here on the Philly 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.